Welcome to the Work Hard, Play Hard podcast. My name is Rob Murgatroyd, and I am a former doctor turned lifestyle entrepreneur. Each week, I interview some of the best minds on the planet on the science of achievement and the art of fulfillment. Today's episode is a mini-sode that we call Fried Dates with the Wife. In these mini-sodes, my wife Kim and I deconstruct the strategies that we've developed over the last decade to not only grow personally, but to turn our struggles into lessons and create fulfillment in all areas of our lives. Excuses are over. It's time to live. Let's dig into today's topic. All right, before we jump into this episode, I want to invite you to be considered for my Work Hard, Play Hard Mastermind by completing an application at workhardplayhardmastermind.com. So this mastermind is not like any mastermind you may have been to or heard of, I promise you. This mastermind is for six to seven figure entrepreneurs that are working too damn much and aren't taking the time to have amazing experiences around the world with an incredible tribe of people. So every 100 days or so, I drop you into new experiences that are specifically designed to elevate your thinking, to give you new ideas. Look, you get your best ideas not staring at a computer. And actually, this is the way high-level people really collaborate with each other. They do it over a glass of champagne, watching the sunset in the south of France. And we'll be doing things just like that. In fact, we'll be taking a vintage car ride through the French Riviera this summer. And we'll be truffle hunting in Florence in the fall, to name just a few of the experiences so that I can give you a feel for it. So if you are ready to do some fun stuff around the world and really, really want to level up your tribe in one shot, fill out an application at workhardplayhardmastermind.com. We'll jump on a call and we'll see if it's a good fit. All right, let's jump into today's episode. Well, Kimberly Cappuccini, Murgatroyd, how the hell are you this morning? It's our last week in uh, Firenze, boo. I know. I can't believe it's our last week. And a uh, little chit-chat here. Um, we have so many freaking things all happening at the same time that my head is exploding, if I could be completely frank with you. And by the way, I hate saying completely frank with you because it implies that I'm generally dishonest with you. It does. Um, so, But to be honest with you, I am... You know, it's weird because I'm not overwhelmed I'm excited. Yeah. This is the first time. It's easy to get overwhelmed with with what we have going down. So just to give a little. But just remember, sono innamorata di te. And what does that mean, fancy pants? I'm in love with you. Oh, would you look at that. See, I did my flirting uh, section of my Duolingo. By the way, I'm getting a lot of um, messages about what app or what thing am I using to learn Italian. It's called Duolingo. It is free. Liz, I said that. F-R-E-E. It's amazing. Uh, and you can learn pretty much any language, including um, Swahili and Hawaiian, I believe. Yeah, because th- those, as an aside. those two languages um, you're going to need. Is, and what's the one that goes? Yeah, I want you to take that one, whatever that one is. What are we talking about today, Kimberly? So here's what I want to do. I want to back that ass up. And <laughs> how'd you Came like that? Came out of really nowhere. Yeah, I want to back it up. I want to back it up to when I met you and we were uh, working out 
in the good old uh, gym. I don't even remember. Was it a Gold's Gym? I'm making a porn video in my head in the 70s right now, but continue. Bow, chicka, bow, bow. Uh, when we were working out in the gym and you told me that you had an audition for a TV show and you might be moving to L.A., and I was like devastated because we weren't dating yet, but I always in my head had this like dream that I would date you. And I thought you were moving and that dream would be dashed, but it wasn't because I guess you didn't get the role <laughs> and, and you didn't move to LA, but you wanted to. And this dream of yours of being West Coast has been around for as long as I've known you. Well, just for clarity, I did get the role, but didn't go because I You did I get the role? It. Yes, I got the role. You I were, did not. What, move, what TV show is that? I'm, I'm, this is besides the point, but I want to I set the air. <laughs> I, I want to clear the air here. Yeah, you got the I, role. I am not an actor, had no interest in being an actor. A friend of a friend of a friend said, hey, this thing is coming up for a, a show on NBC. Would you go while you're in LA? Just talk to the guy. I talked to the guy. He said, if you want it, um, we'll do a three-episode uh, test to see. But I decided, no. I decided not to do it because I was in love and still am in love with you. But, 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 but can you say it in Italian? Um, amore. Now continue. <laughs> so, you know, so as long as I've known you, you've had this love affair with the West Coast. And we are right now, um, let's see, we are nine days away from landing in LA and heading to our house in Hermosa. And, you know, I asked you this morning, I said, if if 15 years ago, which is about when we met, 15, 20 years ago, if, or 15, 16 years ago, yeah. Uh, if I had said to you then, I know you have this big dream of living in LA and don't worry, just hold on. In 15 years, it will come true. How would you have felt? Um, I would have said that that was the stupidest thing in the world to say because we we create and we 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 wrestle our goals to the ground until we get them. That that was my um, that was my my mo. And so here's the thing, right? When you think about something you really want to happen, you want it to happen yesterday, and you don't want to happen 15 years from now. But are you happy that today? You've lived the life you have, and you are now in nine days getting on a plane to be a West Coaster. Yes. Did I call them that, West Coaster? I don't think so. Okay, well, maybe we'll start the trend. Okay. So, all right, so let's back this up. So 15 years ago, you were a chiropractor in a small town outside of Atlanta, and you were disenchanted with the profession. See? See. Si. See, si, senore. All right. Are you doing this in Italian or in English today? Um, I'm doing it in English. All right, good. So you were a chiropractor, grinding, not liking it. I remember you were working six days a week at the time. You even worked Saturdays, half days on Saturdays. And you were really, you were great at it. Now, this was a job that he was so good at and equally did not love. Whenever I walked into the clinic, you always had something else open on your desk. It could have been a magazine, a travel and leisure. It could be your laptop trying to create something else. But you were—you have been trying to escape that for so long. Yep. Okay. Or, or have somebody else or keep the business and have somebody yeah. else do it for me. So he has this goal, right? And he hires a coach. And this is here. Let me tell you where people go wrong with hiring coaches and where coaches go wrong being coaches. They make the other person's goal about them. And so Rob hired this coach who said, okay, what you want to do is retire. So why don't you do this? Open 10 offices 
over the next 10 years, sell them for X amount of dollars, and then you can have that in the bank and live off of the, the residual that's coming off, the interest that's coming off of that, because that's what this guy did. And it could be a great plan for somebody, but for someone that hates the one office that they have, having 10 of them just seems like crazy pants, right? So if you think about that now, how do you feel about that? Knowing what you know now, what would you have done differently, if anything? I would, you know, if you go to a baker, they bake, right? And I, I hired a chiropractic coach who um, I told him in advance I wanted to get out of the profession. And he said, okay, here's, here's the way I think you could do it. Get multiple offices, get enough money with the multiple offices and move on. So in some ways... My, my hiring him and my request of him, he provided a solution within the framework in which I provided. But where I think he went wrong and where I think I went wrong was I didn't listen to that still small vo- voice inside of me that was saying, I'm not happy. And if I'm not happy doing this, why would I be happy 10xing this? But I was afraid to step into a world that I knew nothing about because it was all I knew. And so I just continued to force it. Okay, so that with that as a background, um, to answer your question, I wish that I trusted my gut and said, this isn't for me and I need to move on. Yes. So the point of me going back and talking through this is number one, your gut knows what's up, right? And it's telling you every single day, what we're doing. Like right now we're watching 90 Day Fiance, which I have to tell you is like probably my favorite binge on um, on the uh, TV these days. Netflix, yeah. Netflix. And what is so funny is every single one of these people right now that we're watching, they're like, my gut's telling me not to go, but I'm gonna go anyway. And I'm like, dude, your gut is telling you not to go. And these like, are people to marry people in other countries yeah. with, and they have to do it within 90 days. Yeah, and it's just like your gut knows what's up, right? So you have to listen to that. And Rob's gut was telling him over and over, this is not gonna work out. And he kept not just taking action on it, bulldozing his way through it. Bulldozing his way, hiring and opening and hiring and firing. And and it was probably a good five years of spinning your wheels, spending a shit ton of money and getting nowhere. Is that accurate? Yeah, no matter how hard I try. And actually, you're bringing me back to that point because I think about the money that I invested in the seminars, the the coaching phone calls, the early morning or, or the early morning uh, conversations about uh, how to how to create it, the endless the phone, amount of the phone staff. calls of other friends who were doing the same thing and trying to get them. I was I was I was waiting for the one nugget, the one piece of advice that somebody gave me that was going to have me do it, except for the fact that I wasn't interested in doing it. Yeah. So the point of this is he forced it. And so he saw an exit strategy and he was forcing it against pretty much every single failure of that. Okay. So forcing something without clarity on what do you really want? Because if we work this another way, if I was coaching him, I would have said, what do you want? What is the goal? And the goal for him was to be able to have some sort of income coming in, move to California and live a different life and not be a chiropractor anymore. It wasn't to have 10 clinics. You know, that is the way that this guy seemed to, you know, try to make it happen. But it wasn't, it wasn't, there was no clarity on your part. So the first thing I think you need is to listen to your gut. The second thing you need is massive, massive clarity. And you have become 
a clarity master since doing this. I think because of all the times you effed it up with not gaining clarity, you have now become a master of clarity. Yeah, I think, I, I th- thank you for that. And I think, I think one of the things that comes up when you are, when you're, when, when you come up with a way that you can see a path and, you know, to accomplish what it is that you want, right? And there was a very, on paper, there was a very clear path to accomplish the goal that I was after. Do I have a booger on my nose? You sure do. And I'm going to just get oh, that off Oh, my there. God. Yep. Keep that in, um, please. When you have a path and you're like, okay, I can see the path, then your brain goes, okay, well, I want this amount of money. I can see the path to do it. So I'm just going to go all in on this. But I think that if that piece inside of you is like, this doesn't feel right, rest assured and know that if you abandon the path that you have, that there is another way that you can accomplish what you want if you're just open to it. You know, my friend, um, Tony, um, Darren's, uh, Darren's wife, uh, Tony, Tony White, my, uh, my best friend in she the world. She likes to be called Tony Best, actually. Tony That's Best. That's actually her name. She said to me, there's, there's, there is very often um, a third choice. So sometimes we think, you know, one is to open 10 offices in 10 days. Another one is to hire a doctor to cover me. But what is, like, what is the third option? What's option C? And there's also, you know, the lesson there is there's also option D, E, F, and, you know, whatever. So I think if you have a, this is a very long-winded way of saying if you have something that you're after and something about that does not feel right. Know that there's another way to get what you want that does feel right. Yeah, but but on that too, like every part... Buongiorno. Buongiorno, come stai? Tutto bene? Yeah, it's our last week here. No. I know, I, know. I feel crazy. the same way. I know, one more week. You, you go away and the sun go away. I know. I know. It's, it's going to go away with us, isn't it? <laughs> I'm going to take it to, back to California. Yeah, we're gonna, <laughs> and then we'll bring it back when we come back. All right. Could I have uh, another? Yes. Cappuccino. Cappuccino. And one more dopio. Grazie. So I think another thing is don't... Yes, what Rob just said, 100%. If you're in something right now and you're trying to get to an end result using that thing and you your gut is telling you this is not the way and you're coming up against many obstacles and you're becoming more and more disenchanted yes there's a massive possibility that this is not the path for you so be open to playing stupid idea time it's actually the perfect way to play stupid idea time but also know on the other side that no matter what business you start there is going to be some shit you don't enjoy doing in it And so don't confuse the shit you don't enjoy doing with what it is like our older daughter, you know, would talk about doing different jobs and, you know, get really excited about being a makeup artist or get really excited about being an esthetician or whatever it is. And we forced her to like shadow that person because it's not always what you think it is like a stylist or a buyer or something like that. It's not all the glitz and the glam of what you see, you know, what you think that job is. So when you're, a lot of people right now are trying to say, I want to do something I'm super passionate about. Know that there's going to be parts of your job, regardless of what it is, or even if you're an entrepreneur, that you're not going to be super passionate about. Yeah, the day to, the day, to day is very often different than the visualization that you have of what that potential job is going to be. But so I don't wanna... confuse the two, is yeah. what I'm saying. Don't think, that just because you don't like clip in the paper, you know, or whatever it is, that you 
that you should give up on your dreams. Like, if it's your dream and it's your passion and you really love it, your gut knows that. But if you find yourself doing something that you don't love anymore, there is another way. Yeah, I want to underscore that point even more because I don't want to give the illusion that just because I didn't want 10 offices in 10 years that I was able to come up with another way to do it. And that way was just this, you know, easy, easy street, sailing. yeah, <laughs> e easy sailing, gravy train. It wasn't, it was hard, but the difference was that it was a different kind of hard. It was a hard that I enjoyed doing. It was a, it was a hard that I was excited about. There were days that I was very frustrated with. There were days I'm like, why can't I make this work? But Every morning I woke up and I was excited to go back in and tackle it as opposed to feeling like, if I could Chained be really, it. really honest with you one more time, that I felt like I was going to give myself cancer by going into that office. That's I had such visceral reactions. I would walk in there and go, I do not. Yeah, Have you ever been in a relationship? You're like, I cannot. Like, why am I still here? And it's like, you're so unhappy. That's what it felt like there. So I think there's a razor's edge between uh, between both of those things. Okay, so now now we have you, let's uh, go back to the timeline, right? So now we're 15 years ago, you wanted to move to California, you're still a chiropractor, you're um, moving through multiple different iterations of the office, and we are trying different things. So let's say 10 years ago, 13 years ago, we get an idea to do Jets at Life and we think this is going to be our, our ticket, right? Yep. This is before you have um, social media. This is before Instagram. This is before your phone was a camera, a recording device, and a partridge in a pear tree. This is before all of that. And Rob and I traveled the world we love to travel and we decided to buy camera equipment and mics and all this stuff and do our own travel show. And we were like, this is going to be it. We were everywhere. We were seen everywhere. We have 3 million YouTube views and all of this stuff. We were all over it. We had a podcast about it. It was amazing. It was crazy. We're selling guidebooks. We're selling fitness programs. And then one day we made $0. Like, and we couldn't make another dollar in that company. And that was another example of something we were insanely passionate about, but we could not make into a legit real business. Well, what, what's your lesson? What's your lesson there? I, you and I used to drive to the office every day. And by the way, it was kind of like we, we led two lives, right? So we worked in the clinic and then... <laughs> And then we and then we traveled I like around I was the world. Doctor by day and stripper by night. It's, it was so weird. It is really weird. And we'd like do these shows and all of this stuff. And I remember you going, well, if it's not making money, we need to stop doing it. It's taken a lot of our time. And but we were so passionate about it. We enjoyed it. And I was like, there's something here for us. There's something here for us. There's something here for us. Mm -hmm. And what it ended up now in hindsight. All of those years of doing that. Grazie. Grazie mille. All of those years of doing that, all of the years of um, shooting these shows, of making these connections around the world, of um, exploring new destinations has led you exactly to where you are now, which is in work hard, play hard, and doing these experiences for all these people, you would not be nearly as good at this or as comfortable as well, this listen, doing look, it. Well, listen, look at this. Look where we are right now. This is just such a great point. We are sitting in Florence waiting for them to arrive at a hotel that we had a relationship with. 13 years ago. 13 years ago and remains friends with 
so that we, number one, we were introduced to the city. Number two, we were introduced to the city by the, argue, best, place the best place ever yeah. and befriended him who is holding our hand and guiding us in opening doors for this. And not to mention, same in Monaco, not to mention, same in Boston. Every mm. one of your events with Work Hard, Play Hard has relationships, been, they are right. relationships that we built with lessons we learned during the Jet Set Life years. Right now, if somebody were to, if somebody were to say to us while we were filming our Florence, our Florence Jet Set Life Which, by video, the way, you were 40 pounds heavier. So if anyone wants guy. to see that one, just Google Jet Set Life Florence. Fat guy. <laughs> if somebody would have said to me back then, 15 years from now, you're going to bring back a group of 20 high-level entrepreneurs and show them this city in the way... I would have said... I would have First of all, there was no iPhone. Yeah. Like there was no, like digital content wasn't even no. a thing. Like there was like, like. We were like Brooke Burke on E. Okay. That's what we were like doing, like whatever it was. But even better, what if 15 years ago someone said, Rob, you're shooting 20 destinations. We shot 20 travel videos around the world on almost every continent. If someone said to you, this is all going to be for, for nothing financial. There will be very little financial gain in this. For 10 years. For 10 years. And then all of what you are gaining, though, is lessons. You're gaining experience. You're gaining relationships. And you are going to use all of this later in life to explode a new business. You are prime. It's it's almost like, you know, a singer or a band who, you know, they're the 10-year overnight success and they've been spending 10 years playing in shitty clubs or a comedian spent, spending well, that's 10 what years. I feel, well, that's my whole point of this conversation right now is that we're getting a lot of messages like, guys, I've been watching this. this is, I'm so proud of you. Dude, this has been happening for 15 years. This has been 15 years. Yeah, the where the making. hell were you guys 15 years no, ago while we, were, while we were like, uh, you know, walking through the streets asking for money. No, he's kidding. But we could have been, though. We easily could have been. But it's like, it's the 15-year overnight success where right now we are ending an insanely successful year for Work Hard, Play Hard. We are about to launch our virtual mastermind, which is already half full. And we haven't even, all we did was announce it on this podcast last week. And it's already half full. And today, we're recording this early in the week because of the mastermind. But we haven't even publicly announced it yet. And it's already half full. We, I mean, this is an insanely successful year for Work Hard, Play Hard. And we have... We're on the cusp of moving to California and achieving your dream. So, you know, the point of this is what are the lessons you've learned over the last 15 years? One, listen to your gut. Two, create massive, massive, massive clarity around what you want. Three, don't be afraid to ideate. Play stupid idea time is my version of ideation. It's where anything goes. You can, if, if you don't, if you're right now selling, you know, paper, Whatever your um, what's it called, Dunder Mifflin from the Office. Okay, if you're if, sorry, I didn't mean to spit on you. Is that what it's called? That was really Dunder Mifflin. That was okay. real. I was like, where is she going with paper? The, the Office. That's the office. really funny. If you're selling paper right now and you're like, I don't want to sell paper anymore, but I don't know what to do. Play stupid idea time. Ideate. What do you love to do? You know, that's a big thing. So listen to your gut. Create clarity. Ideate around your goal. Oh, you know what? I just thought of something. Goal. I just thought of something. Yeah. Um, Dunder as, Mifflin. As, as Dunder Mifflin. As Is part that what of, I said? Yeah, I think you got it right. All right. Um, as part of the... Uh, the uh, uh, the virtual mastermind that we're doing, you get an ideation ses ses session with Kim. But 
you should call that ideation session stupid idea time. I should. Yeah, you, we really should. We, really we should, should modify that. Right, we just did. We're going to make a note. So, by the way, he has been. You remember when we did the episode on Don't Pick My Brain? Yeah. You have been showing up every morning at breakfast with a notebook, picking the hell out of my brain. I, I was, just wanted, I was so I just, pissed that I came with my push journal the other day, and, the, and it's small, and it's not enough notes, because I take three pages of notes. All right, listen. It's, it's, start, it's starting to rain now, so we, we have to cut this short. Um, but the point is this. Do the work to find what you. what is the end goal you really, really want. Don't force something that you're in right now, because the end goal... There are so many paths to get there. There's not just one. There's not just the path that you chose when you were 18 years old and you decided to get your major in college. There's not just one path to get to the end result. There are many. And you need support. You need clarity. And sometimes you need a group of people to throw ideas off of and to see what sticks and to inspire you. All right, so I'll leave you with this. Um, we, As you can tell, we have changed the format dramatically of our show. If this is something that you enjoy, if you enjoy the conversation about um, what we're creating, we're trying not to, not to make this, oh, look at us and look at our life. We're trying to share with you lessons and challenges and struggles so that number one, maybe if you are where we were 15 years ago, it'll serve as inspiration. And number two, it'll serve as a potential warning for pitfalls that you may go down. So let us you know. Learn from our fuck ups. Yeah. Let us know if this is um, of value uh, the way we're doing it now. And, and also last thing, uh, our virtual mastermind, by the time this is uh, this recording goes up, will be officially launched. And before we even officially launch it, it's already half full. So uh, go to workhardplayhard90.com if you are game to check it out. We are going to be walking you through 90 days of action-oriented masterminding using the exact strategies that we have found uh, to help us get our goals accomplished and to not just make a vision board, but to actually make that shit come to life. So, And we will uh, we'll link that up in the show notes, workhardplayhard90.com. Got to go. The rain is coming. <laughs> See you guys next week. Bye. All right. Thanks for listening. If you love this episode and you know someone that needs some help in either stepping up their work hard game or their play hard game, it would mean the world to me if you shared this podcast with them to help me get this movement out there. So if you like what you heard, head on over to iTunes, take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and I will be forever grateful. So until the next episode, excuses are over. It's time to live.